Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to the December edition of my 2017 One Month to a More Effective Compliance Program podcast series, where each month I take a deep dive into a specific part of a best practices compliance program. In the month of December, I'm taking a deep dive into better written standards, which form the very backbone of your compliance program. Written standards include codes of conduct, policies, and procedures, and we're going to be taking a very deep dive into the design of all of these training and revising and updating. We'll also take a look at the information communicated by the Department of Justice on what specific policies should be included in your best practices compliance program, including policies on gifts, travel, business entertainment, charitable donations, facilitation payments, third parties, and cybersecurity. We'll also take a look at certain enforcement actions and opinion releases to see what other information we can glean from these. My sponsor this month is my Doing Compliance Masterclass. We recently concluded the first Masterclass in November 2017. I'm co-hosting this with Jonathan Marks at Markham LLC. We will be putting on a full series of classes in 2018. Check back for details. This month's podcast series will give you information which will allow you to set up the very foundation of your compliance program. My podcast series on one month to a more effective compliance program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Day 20, policies on extortion payments. The next area for exploration is policies on extortion payments, which are completely exempted out of coverage under the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act and many other international anti-corruption regimes. Extortion payments are made for any action which threatens or demands payments for your life, liberty, or health. They should be exempted out from your facilitation payments and your compliance program through specific language. You need to do this for a variety of reasons. First and foremost is your employees must understand that the company will support them if they are in any way threatened with harm, with arrest, physical detention, or their health and safety is threatened. As a compliance professional, you need to understand that they need to do whatever is necessary to get them out of such a situation. Some of the situations your employees might face are along the lines of the following. Employees are stopped by police, military, or paramilitary personnel, or militia, uniformed or not, at a designated or other checkpoints or places, and a payment is demanded as a condition of passage of persons or property. Next, employees are stopped at airport cust- at airport by customs or passport control personnel or military personnel, and a payment is demanded for the entry or exit of persons or property. Third, employees are asked by persons claiming to be security personnel, immigration control, or health inspectors to pay for an alleged required inoculation or other similar procedure. I was once faced with a situation where an employee was threatened with receiving a vaccination for yellow fever when he was departing a West African country. 
the employee paid some $85 to get out of that situation. Unfortunately, he did not have the opportunity to call me uh, to have the payment approved because at that time we required all facilitation payments to be approved by the corporate office. However, he did the right thing. He took care of and did whatever he needed to to get out of the situation. I instructed him to submit the $85 payment as a travel expense and writing it out in a four-sentence paragraph attached to his expense report. The documentation proved that payment was not a facilitation payment. It was clearly an extortion payment. The key for your extortion payment policy is that there be proper documentation. But more than simply the documentation is that you must specifically list extortion payments in your books and records. So you will not be suspected of hiding such payments by describing them as something else. If you do that, obviously you'll violate the books and records part of the FCPA, even if extortion payments are exempted out. It may sound counterintuitive, but you must absolutely record correctly your payments, whether they be extortion payments, facilitation, or other. The key is you need to train your employees specifically on the actions to take. In your policy, state that if there is a threat to health, safety, or liberty, it is not a facilitation payment, but an extortion payment. Make sure that they understand what their rights are and what their obligations are to report it when they come back to the corporate office or wherever their office may be. As always, and always, remember, an extortion payment is not an FCPA violation. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, extortion payments are not illegal under the FCPA, yet they must be properly recorded. Two, was the action truly an extortion or some other type of situation? So if someone puts a gun in your face, threatens to take you to jail, or threatens to give you an inoculation, that might be one type of situation. However, if someone uh, simply says that your passport is not in order and directs you to wait for some period of time, that might not be covered. And finally, number three, always remember to document, document, document your extortion payments, both the financial components for your books and records, but also a description of the underlying events. So if the regulators ever come knocking, you'll be able to demonstrate that you have had a policy and procedure in compliance with the FCPA and that you followed that. This is Tom Fox. I hope you have enjoyed day 20 of one month to better written standards. And I hope you'll join me tomorrow for our final episode in this month of December and for the year in 2017.
day 20. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you for listening to this episode of One Month to Better Written Standards in a Compliance Program. I hope you'll join me tomorrow for another episode. If you have listened to this podcast on iTunes, I would ask that you would rate our podcast as it would help in our rankings and also help get the word out about the only daily podcast, which will give you a hint or tip to improve your compliance program. Also, if you have any questions, you can email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. This is Tom Fox. Thank you again for listening. I hope you'll join me tomorrow. My podcast series of one month to a better compliance program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.